This week on Gareth Talks, I was fortunate enough to interview the founder and owner of AmberConnect, Dushant Svadia. Welcome to the show, and I hope that you enjoy the leadership mind of one of the world's leading CEOs. All the way from the Caribbean, this is what Dushant had to say. Dushant, a brief background on your on your childhood and past that shaped you into the CEO that you have become today. Uh, background to my past, I grew up in India, um, in a state called Orissa, which is in the east of India. And uh, I grew up in a very wealthy family as well. But uh, by the age of 14, I became an alcoholic and a drug addict. And by the age of 19, my parents had enough and they threw me out of the house. Um, and that's when I had to kind of uh, look at my life myself and think what's next for me. Um, so I came to Delhi and I started my career as a waiter in a restaurant. But fortunately enough, uh, you know, I had a big uh, drive inside me to become somebody, just out of the ego to prove it to my dad, I think, at that time. And um, uh, over a period of time, I started working for Xerox and then I moved to the United Kingdom. Um, and I lived in Scotland for almost 11 years. Um, I have been associated with the Art of Living Foundation, which is one of the world's largest nonprofit organization. Um, and I have served most of my life uh, bringing peace and human values to the society at large around the world. How old are you, Dushant? I'm 42 years old now. Sure, it's quite a decorated 42 years, isn't it? <laughs> Very decorated indeed. <laughs> Um, so you, you mentioned the Arts of Living Foundation. Um, would you be able to tell us a little bit about it? Yeah, the Art of Living Foundation is a non-profit organization which is active in about 165 countries around the world and uh, has benefited more than 700 million people from all walks of life, culture, background, uh, ethnicities and uh, has immensely contributed to human lives all across the world. Um, so I've been a stress management teacher for the Art of Living workshops around the world for many, many years, almost 19 years now. Um, I've served in uh, uh, prisons, uh, in uh, war zones, to gangs, to inner city communities, to schools and uh, big corporates also where I've taught corporate workshops, uh, helping uh, corporate flyers to slow down a bit, take accountability of their own health, their own mind, and make a positive impact through their business into their countries. So onto the Amber Group, I know it consists of various companies, uh, Queer Technologies, Amber Connect, Amber Fuels, Amber Aviation. How did Amber Group arise? Where does it come from? To say it in short, Amber Group idea came only from an innate desire to serve the world. Um, back in two, 2015 in Jamaica, I ran out of funding, uh, working for Art of Living full-time as a, uh, a volunteer and uh, serving the society here. Uh, when I saw the uh, imminent slowdown of funding and uh, not enough money even to sustain ourselves as volunteers being in this country, working hard, day in and night to reduce violence and crime in the prisons and inner city communities and so on. I just decided it was time to build some companies which can actually focus on 
doing tremendous amount of social good by the profits that it makes. Um, that gave rise to the idea that, okay, I need to look for some, something first. So the first company I started was an e-commerce platform, uh, which was very successful. And then I was introduced to the vehicle tracking industry. And then from there, I went into software development because we just knew we have a knack of building something fantastic. And from there, and the fuels and, and, and this history. Quite an incredible story and all from 2015 until now and you've built this remarkable com company. Yes, I think um, I've always said it, uh, Gareth, that when your intention is to do good, you get all the love, all the support and all the help you need from nature, everything. See, when you start an enterprise as a leader of that uh, business or that organization or enterprise, if it's all about you, it's about how much can I make and how much can I take home and what is it in it for me, when it is going to be all about me, those businesses take longer to grow, becomes harder to operate and people don't stay with you long enough also because there is no bigger purpose that they're associated with you also. And I think this is one of the fundamental differences in Amber Group company than anywhere else because to us, it's all about first goal, how do we bring convenience, security, and more importantly, peace of mind to people. Yes, there has to be a commercial benefit and without profits, we can't run these businesses. But then what we do with those profits also has a huge impact in our attitude and in our product delivery life cycles also. And how many people do you employ? Directly and indirectly, we now feed the uh, employment of uh, about 2,000 uh, people around the world. And how many countries do you operate in? 23 countries globally at this point of time. What are the values of leadership that you have made your, your company successful? I think core value that I've always focused on while, while growing this business so fast is humanity. I think, you know, what happens is when you become too much of a corporate, you lose the humanity side of it, the sensitivity side of it. Um, so that's one. Being sensitive and sensible at the same time is the key to a good leadership. Yeah, Sometimes yeah. when we are oversensitive, we lose sensibility in it. And when we become too sensible, we lose sensitivity that we are hurting something or somebody in the process also. So I think yeah. both are very important. Second is also determination. Very strong determination about your purpose. Having a purpose and being determined to fulfill that purpose no matter what. What advice do you have for up and coming entrepreneurs to enjoy health um, and a strong business? You know, I mostly say that half of our life we lose all our health to gain a little wealth and the other half of our life we spend all that health back uh, spend all that wealth back to regain the health we've lost so i think health and wealth both have to be looked after together you know sometimes we focus so much on wealth that we don't pay attention to our body our mind our emotions nothing at all 
and then what happens the body collapses and then in whatever wealth you have gained you have to spend all that wealth back to pay to doctors and hospitals there's no need yeah, that, that leads me directly into my next question is you know how important is it for you to empower and motivate your team uh, a, a large part of this month's topic on my podcast um Gareth Talks is about leadership and um empowerment in your company obviously you've got you have 2000 people working in 23 countries what is the the level of empowerment and how do you motivate your team to succeed you know one of the things that people often fail to remember everybody's human are you as an employer are you as an entrepreneur giving a human touch in your business that means speaking to your employees as often as you can in fact when i'm in my offices i actually take time to walk to every single desk meet every single individual and ask them how they are and if they needed any support are they facing any challenges where they need my personal intervention i've been this way from day one and that is when see people have a lot of skills one we have to allow them to express their skills their way even if you know it might be an idea which you think okay is going to slow us down but we need to support ideas and make them better and allow them the freedom of creativity in the business that is very important to me um and second also is like i said have have having a personal touch being with them walking the journey with them company is not made by a product it's made by the people who are building that product and selling that product also and and when you take care of the people everything else comes into line by itself actually this is my experience you know google shared their views on on employment and empowerment and they say that you know innovation comes from innovators and it's important to empower the innovators because innovation doesn't come from technology it comes from people absolutely um, so it's quite incredible to see that that you know from your company is adopting very similar approach to that in, in terms of empowerment and allowing each individual to um succeed in what they are doing and that i suppose you know leads to the to the next thing um that we can talk about is you know innovation is a key element in the quest for your business because all of your businesses rely on on continuous uh, innovation So what can we expect from Amber Connect in the next few months? I mean why are you going as far as few months? You you think we are that slow? No. I'm I'm talking about weeks. So we have a fundamental guiding principle that every week we pool some new ideas and we start implementing those ideas for the next week for the consumer to see a little more benefit even if it is from the same feature. So in terms of Amber Connect I think we have so much in the pipeline for the next 3 years. Um we just don't want to um you know do an uh, overburn of ourselves in terms of releasing too many features too quickly and allow consumers to start absorbing almost 42 features we currently have in our vehicle tracking app alone. I mean if you look at any vehicle tracking app in the world right now which has only 4 or 5 buttons at the most very industrial very decade old but if you look at ambiconnect apps for example it does 42 odd features already so it's all about now enhancing bringing more machine learning features where the consumers have to worry less touch their phone less and still keep their cars protected 
Um, so tell us about why you newly launched Amber Fuels company. So Amber Fuels is a, again to me, I've seen around the world how many people get hit by car fraud, which happens at petrol stations. Um, I've seen consumers waiting in queues to make a payment. I've seen forecourts being busy because people are inside the con- convenience store trying to make a payment. So. To me, it was all about how do we add more value and also how do we add more rewards into a whole, into the fuel industry. And that is why we built this whole Amber Fuel platform. So to me, it was all about, again, adding more value to consumers. How do I create that Uber-like experience that you drive into the gas station, fill gas and you leave and your card is charged automatically. All about thinking from that consumer perspective, where and all, a daily commute wastes a lot of time, which I would rather have you spend with your family at home. It's all about that. So why have you chosen to launch Amber in South Africa? I think we are very ambitious as a company. We want to roll out in every single country in the world. South Africa happens to be third or fourth most largest vehicle market in the world. India, Russia, South Africa, Um, These are the world's largest automobile markets. Um, Africa as a whole, Caribbean, Africa, South America is plagued with enormous amount of car thefts. So obviously, you know, uh, as AmberConnect technologies developed around bringing peace of mind and protecting consumers from losing vehicles and fleets to have more (coughs) visibility on their vehicles and optimize their costs and stuff like that. So, um, you know, we we knew that, you know, the biggest markets in the world is where we would start from and then filter down to all the other markets in the world. So um, it, it was just a part of our roadmap. Thank you for joining the show and I hope that we can all take a lesson or two from Dushant. Please feel free to join the conversation on Facebook and Instagram at Gareth Talks and in the comment section on the website. Gareth Talks is available on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud and the website garethtalks.com.